Welcome again to the Rotherham United podcast. A very, very special episode today because this is the promotion special. It's official. We are promoted, finally. A month and a bit since the season should have finished and, well, we are finally there, deservedly there. We've got Mick and Ben joining us again today. Hello. Hello. Uh, and we'll go through, well, I think and feel about what today, a few, um, few bits to go through, so we'll get through that. First of all, well, reaction, relief, happy, joy. What? How do we feel? Nick, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, do you know what? I'm not jumping for joy like I thought I would. Mm. Uh, it, it's a little bit bittersweet. I mean, it's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It's absolutely fantastic. But I just. I don't know. I just it's, it's bittersweet. I think is the only way I can describe it. Really, mm. um, I mean, it is great. It's fantastic for the club. It's fantastic for supporters for the town. Everything's wonderful. But you know, I don't know. Just as just a nagging little bit of I don't know. Doubt, not doubt. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. It's sort of like it feels a bit incomplete. Yeah, yeah. That's probably a good word to use. Yeah. Also, I'm, I don't feel really ecstatic because I've, I've, I feel like it's been coming for a while because they mm. couldn't not possibly played the season. Yeah. So I've, I've been expecting it, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would just... There are always that slight... We've, like, we've probably known this was going to happen for about a month or two. Yeah. Something like that. But there's always been that little bit of worry that if Peterborough could convince some people or if Tranmere could convince enough people we'd get stuffed into one of those stupid little playoffs that they talked about doing. Uh, in the end, I think I saw somewhere it was an 18, 18 votes to finish the season. Four yeah. to not, and then Southend didn't vote, apparently. Right. Oh, that is. Um, but that, that sort of tells us, that tells the story we expected anyway, didn't it, I think? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, so many clubs are going to be financially in, in, in difficulties. Um, you know, it, it's 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 so tough for them. Mm. We are in a very, very, very privileged position, over and above the fact that we've managed to get ourselves promoted. Um, you know, financially we're we we're, we're much better off than a lot of clubs. So it, I guess it realistically, when you look back now with hindsight, it would a foregone conclusion. But mm. you know, the way the EFL have behaved in the past, you just can't trust them, can you? No, and then the public pressure from other clubs. You, you, we all with organisations like the EFL, they've been known to sort of buckle under pressure from 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 some clubs. Uh, I think it may help that, that it's only League One clubs and it's teams like Peterborough who are not particularly big clubs. If it were Leeds, you know, bring them a lot of international income, for example. Yeah. 
it may be different. Um, I think it probably went in our favour a little bit that it was only Peterborough and Tranmere were the two big ones. The thing about organisations like the EFL and, and organisations of that size, whatever whatever the industry they're in, everything, absolutely everything is about PR. Mm. Uh, that the whole of their the the reason that they exist almost is is just about PR and making sure that they don't get any bad press. Mm. Um, so you know, I think that's probably one of the reasons why it's, it's it's dragged on so long because they got a little bit of bad press, but at least they get a decision that's that's voted on by the majority. Mm. Um, so they've, they've probably forced the hands of a lot of clubs. Um, you know, and, and without too much PR negativity, as far as the EFL are concerned. Yeah, probably, and 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 they would probably hope that there's it's um, stopped any potential legal action from those clubs as well. Whether it does or not, well, obviously that's a probably an argument for another day. They've, they've a lot of clubs have been quiet on that, but hopefully, well, it doesn't matter where we're going up. It doesn't matter if the EFL to court does it now. No, still no, be a championship. No. It's it's done now, isn't it? Yeah, we are a championship club again, and absolutely 100% fully deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll go through, I've, I've, I've gone through some stats and stuff for, well, what this promotion means to certain people. Paul Warren is the first person ever at the club to get two promotions as a player and then two as a manager. <laughs> and if you count his, them two promotions when he was fitness coach, he's been involved in our last six promotions. Wowzers. Which is incredible, really. Yeah, it is. Uh, from what I can tell, Richard Wood is the fir- our first ever captain to captain us to two different promotions. Uh, as far as I can tell, even the both double promotions, we had different captains each time, so he's the first one ever to do that. Yeah, we talked about that before, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, and we've got Mattock, Wood, Hickway and Smith are now added to the list of people who have got double promotions for Rotherham United, which is... Less, less than 40 people in our history have got two promotions for club whilst playing for us. Uh, and they but they were all four of them. Smith had a slow start, but Matic, Wood and Hickway have been really, really good this season. Yes. And I think Matic has been consistently good for about three years now. <laughs> Every yeah. year. Yeah. He is, definitely. Every season, he has one game where he has a complete rush of blood to his end and Ed Ed yeah. somebody. <laughs> other than that, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Totally consistent, uh, totally consistent. Um, but I think, I mean, that player of the season and stuff and everything else, I think is something that we should reserve for another episode. Uh, yeah. Because there's a lot to talk about there in that respect. No, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think what we'll do next week, we'll do, we'll do a season review at the weekend coming and then do just like, a, uh, put some, we'll put some votes out for a end of season awards, you know, like goal at season, player at season. Yes, referee, referee at season, obviously. Manager at season, I think that's an easy one, but, you know. <laughs> uh, well, I suppose it's worth talking about now. What, How much credit and thinking you give to Paul Wall, his team, Tony Stewart. They've been fantastic for us, haven't they? they beyond this season, but this season particularly, they've come over a lot of obstacles. They have. And, and you talk, we've talked about it before, about the culture that's been created at Rotherham United by Tony Stewart, by Paul Warren, the the pride that they instil in everybody who works there, the pride in the club and the pride in the town, it's it's absolutely fantastic. 
so so proud of them. They they just they they changed the culture completely. Changed the culture from a club not even playing in its own town. You know, a couple of quid away from from going out of business, and they changed it to what we've got now. You know, a championship football club in a championship ground with championship players. Mm. Uh, or certainly, certainly, potentially championship players. Um, everything about it, they just changed. They just completely turned it from an absolute mess into into something that something to be proud of. Mm. Uh, and it's fantastic. Uh, that, that I can't give enough credit to to Warney, his team, uh, but also to Tony Stewart and his team, Paul Douglas and mm. and the like. They're just. They've just made our club something to be proud of. Yeah, they have. They've definitely, but they've, they've brought in the right people, haven't they? Uh, yeah. We talked about these, the, those four players which have been mentioned. Uh, Warney brought Hickway and Smith in, of the ones that have been here a little while. And Hickway, and the way he's developed, Warney's developed Hickway into the player he is now is just incredible. The man management, the coaching, not only man management, clearly, but the coaching system we've got is improving these players like a Hickway. And yeah, you look at yeah. the other people we've brought in all Sunday this season has been outstanding. Chio has brought Chio in and look at him. Crooks brought Crooks at, Crooks at the end of last season. And he looked all right when he first got him. He looked, he looked a decent player. But again, this season he's just gone to another level as the season's gone on. Yeah. It's this thing we've got of identifying these players that have got potential and then getting that potential out of them. Sometimes it doesn't work. You look at Matty Palmer from a yeah. few years ago. We identified him as potential somebody who might, might work out. It just didn't work out. But we are. We've got these other players that, um, well, and Barley's Barley's another one. Slow yeah. to start, but we've, we've come good. Wiles is an exciting player to look to go forward as well. Yeah. We're trying to look after. And then we've got you kid, kids coming through. You've got Coyote who went on loan to Carlisle. Um, is it Cooper, Jake Cooper, that kid who were at Gateshead? Fender. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, uh, Yates as well. Yates as well, yeah. I can't see him staying, to be honest. But even if it means selling them on, it, it, when was last time we brought somebody through the youth system and sold them on for someone? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's a big one in the face for all these uh, those these people who, who mocked the good human being line mm. for me, because you might have mocked it right at the very start. Well, this is what it brings you. Yeah. What it brings you, it brings you. You build a culture like this in a team, a tiny team like like in a football squad. Uh, if you can build that sort of culture with the right types of people, mm. guys, the limit, mate. Yeah. Paul Warren proved, Danny. He's yeah. proved it. If this season had carried on, if we'd have played those last nine games, I would have had my money on us taking overtaking Coventry. Mm. Genuinely, we were better. We were, the, we were the best team in that division as as the as the season went on. Yeah, we had a blip uh, as 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 the uh, as, as the season came to an end, as it was. As it is. Um, but we were three or four players down through injury. Yeah. Um, you, you look at that last game against Rochdale. We had no Hickey, no Robertson at back. Yeah. We, we were we had no Barleys. I don't. I think, I think Crooks might Crooks might have played. We we had three or four defenders. Curtis Tilt making his debut when he weren't fully fit. Playing out of position. Playing basically out of position. Yeah. Billy Jones playing at left back. Out of position. Out of position. Yeah. So. I, it's all, it's all right, these clubs, like I said, Peterborough, all these their journalists and whatever, and other clubs as well, saying, oh, well, they've, they, they, they've they started to bottle it. All right, fine. If, if, 
if we'd have played on, I, I, every single Rotherham fan would have said, we'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. I think we'd have still gone up. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, fair, fair play to Coventry as well. They've gone up as champions and fair play to them. They, like I said, we, I would agree with, I think we're, on his day, we're best team in division. Yeah. But they're a club similar to us in terms of they've had, their fans have had some god hard times, haven't they? Absolutely, yeah. I'm pleased for him, really pleased for him. Pleased for Robbo and pleased for Coventry. Uh, I hope it works out for them and I hope they can, you know, they can kick on, but not at our expense, obviously. Well, no, obviously not. <laughs> yeah. They're a big club, aren't they? A big, well, no, let me rephrase that. They're a, they're a well supported club. Yes. Uh, with a decent history, they're not a big club. They're only as big as we are. Yeah, no, they are definitely. And we can look at, look ahead to next season. Ben, what are we looking forward to for next season as a Championship club again? Um, I don't know. I think uh, taking the sting out of big teams because it's, we usually make our place a very hard ground to come and get something. Mm. And uh, I'm just looking forward to that because. There's not many times that a club have come to us. I think West Brom is the only club that I can remember <laughs> that come to our ground and humiliated us. They did us, didn't they? They did us. They didn't deserve to, though, did they? No. Oh, they, beat us, they did West Brom. They beat us like 4-0, didn't they? Yeah, they did, but it, they didn't deserve to beat us 4-0. I remember talking to some West Brom fans on the way out of that ground. <laughs> we were all amazed that they'd managed to score four goals past us. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, they did, and they were a class side, and they still are, and they 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 will hopefully get what they deserve as well, mm. um, and and pay us a little bit more money for Shemi. Well, exactly. I mean, getting an extra million quid for Shemi in this summer could well, with finances as they are, an extra million quid for us is going to be amazing. Absolutely. Um, and that's well, yeah. Something else to look forward to is we don't have to bother with the leasing dot com trophy. Yes, that's but- always I look forward to. But we do have to put up with international breaks. Well, you say that. If the season's <laughs> going to start in September, there might not be time for many international breaks. No, that's true. That's true. Hey, listen, it's a small price to pay. <laughs> and and it'll mean more midweek games. Yes. I love a midweek down in New York. We have yeah. one. We have one. What? What's all that about? What? One game, uh, uh, one midweek game all season. Well, that's the thing of not having international breaks. There's no need for midweek games. Yeah. That's the only that's the only good thing about international breaks. Yeah, that's true. More midweek games. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, so we love that. We get third round FA Cup. We get skipped through. We won't have to visit Solihull or Maidenhead this year, which I'm quite happy about. <laughs> <laughs> the Maidenhead, the coldest, wettest place in the world. We'll have to go there again. Um, yeah, it's... It's exciting. I think so. We've said on last episode, it's potentially a fantastic time to go up. Yeah, it is. For a like us. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as next season's concerned, what I'm looking forward to is uh, is Piggies and Derby and Birmingham getting a points deduction. That's my. Uh, so, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Getting getting ourselves back down to Fallerton and getting some getting another three points off them. <laughs> They'll like, be only Derby next year, I think, of Piggies, won't they? There's no, no Leeds, there's no United, no Barnsley, probably. No yeah. Donny. No Donny. Yeah. Well, they've got to have a cup final, haven't they? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah, well, whatever, whatever. So I mean, that's that's fifty percent of Rotherham will not be happy then, isn't it? That um, <laughs> going up. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that right time of season starts in whenever it's end of September is what everybody seems to think. Right. I'm hoping that we can get at least, if not all fans back in, some fans back into ground. Yeah. Because uh, like Ben's just said, then our home, our home places were massive. First half of last season at Championship. Yeah. Some of their home games, when we beat Swansea, we beat Swansea early on in the season, and a couple of the teams, when it when it gets going against bigger clubs, yes, it gets going. It's fantastic in Championship New York. Yes, it is absolutely. It's the, the atmosphere atmosphere boils, doesn't it? Um, and it, it can be, it must be an intimidating place to play for uh, for some some uh, some of the clubs anyway. Obviously, some of them are a lot bigger and, and, and used to playing in Premier League, but. Mm. Um, so yes, yeah, so, but also it gives us a head start, hopefully, on uh, on signing players. Well, exactly. Yeah, we can we can we know where we're going to be now. If you look at well, the next season, we're going to be challenging with the bottom. So let's set bottom six at Championship, whatever it's going to be. Half of them clubs don't know where they're going to be. Yeah. So they can't they can't go to a player tomorrow and say, "Well, you come and sign for us because we're going to be at Championship." They can't make that promise. Whereas for us, it's relatively easy. You say that. I mean, what's to stop us doing what Sheffield United did? Serious question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We, we need work, though. Don't if you look at the squad we've got, I would say defence. We don't know how good, how good Tilt's going to be. Is an, an issue at defence. If Tilt's going to be a Championship player, we're set in defence. Yeah. Um, interesting to see what happens with Billy Jones. He's out of contract in summer, and he's been injured a lot. So I can't, I can't see us keeping Jones. I think it's going to be interesting to see who he plays because we've got Robertson, Ihekwe, and Tilt. And Wood. Um, well, I, I think I think I think it's Wood last season, if I'm honest. Yeah, you're probably right there. I think it probably potentially fits. But we said this when we were last time, and that first half of the season, Woody were immense. Yeah, but he's two years older now. I suppose. Am I me just hoping that he stays good? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, uh, yeah. We need wingers. We're desperate for wingers. We've got we've got one winger at club. Yeah. Uh, and with the way we play, we, we need something similar to Chio's going to hug that line and get balls into the box to Smithy and Ledepo or whoever's going to be up front for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting but, times. And there's going to be some decent players available as well. And I think the, the wage structure of a lot of clubs is going to change over the summer as well, which is going to play into our hands. So, like you said, it's exciting times. And it's just it's just fantastic news that we've managed to... Um, well, that we, that we got promoted. So so chuffed about it. If, like I said, a bit more, a bit. Yeah, yeah, a bit of sweet. It's definitely the words to use. But we'll celebrate it anyway, as best we can anyway. Yeah. Um, Tony Stewart were on doing a chat, saying he'd had champagne and ice for about a month. Yeah, and obviously something I've seen today, which I don't know if you've seen on on. Uh, Twitter's so it's a year to the day since Warney lost his dad. Yeah, that was a year to, to the day yesterday, weren't it? It was yesterday. It was yesterday, yeah. Um, so that's another... Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I mean, look at that. That's another thing to, to talk about, isn't it? But very briefly, the, the, the shocking, dreadful year, 18 months, that mm. the club and the supporters of the club have had in terms of people that we've lost. You know, this is payback, I guess. Yeah. Well... Um, payback's not the right word. Um, I, I guess uh, just a reward in, in the memory of those people that we've lost. 
Mm. Um, you know, it's it's been awful. It's been dreadful. Um, yes. Again. It's been one thing after another, hasn't it? Yeah. One thing's happened, then some other terribles happen, and then it's okay, then some other terrible happen to somebody, either a fan or to a player or somebody related to the club. Yeah. It's been, yeah. It's actually, it's, this is probably a, I don't, I don't know what the word is, but yeah. Just pick me up, not pick me up, but you know what I mean. I, I can't think uh, the right word. <laughs> no, I can't either. I can't. And, uh, it, it's just, yeah, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I know there is a word, and I'm sure if anybody's, the we book, deserve. I think we deserve this after the year we've had. Yeah, that's fair to say. Definitely, definitely, hundred percent. That's probably mm. where you're looking. Hundred percent. Yeah, and for the for that period, I think what I will say is everybody at the club has acted with complete class and dignity throughout yeah. everything that's happened. Yeah. Not just the last two months, but everything that's happened over the past couple of years. Yeah. Really related to it. And you get, you get obviously people that have now left the club. You, the outpouring on Twitter for people who aren't even at the club anymore. Just support for what happened, for the fact we've got promoted today has been incredible. Really? All the ex players tweeting something about it. You've got Dale Tong, um, Jamie Green's tweeted something about it. Uh, uh, Richardson has yeah. tweeted about it. I've seen. So many people from ex-players to coaches, uh, obviously Ronnie's tweeted some stuff out about uh, stuff about it. The, the amount of people is just fantastic, and that just that shows again, as we've said, Warnie himself. But the way the clubs they try to run the club, with ex-players and things like that, it just yeah. they try to be a classy place, and that's where it feels like to me we deserve what we've got. Well, come, we, add to this whole debacle, we've come out of this shining, smelling of absolute roses. Yeah. Bit absolute, like you said, class. And we can't. that can't be said for a lot of other clubs, mm. uh, or certainly some other clubs. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tony Stewart, he's, he's, been, he's been absolutely on the nose and, and just, just classy, mm. you know. Um, and, and again, just something to be proud of, isn't it? Everything about the club... Everything about it, it's just class. Yeah. What that, you know, you know, we talk, we're rather United. Yeah. But it is class just oozes out of that place at the moment. Mm. So. Yeah. Oh, oh Dara. <laughs> yeah. And Barry Fry, he's been spouting off again today. Hey, fatty. Sod him. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not going to mention much, but if Darwin says next season is going to be Peterborough's Vengeance Tour. Vengeance Tour. Tosser. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, well, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, we should perhaps um, uh, act with the same sort of dignity that the rest of the club has, has acted yeah. with. Um, you know, and, and maybe not give him what he wants, which is attention, isn't it? I suppose, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. So well, one last thing, well, second, probably not the second last thing, but we'll mention the playoffs are now come through. So good luck to all the four teams in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't, they're, they're, most of them clubs in playoffs have actually been a reasonable amount of dignity. I'm not, I don't have a particular problem with the four clubs that have ended up in playoffs, uh, which would be Wickham. Robinson's in there, isn't they? So, you know, you've got, you, apart from them, apart from Oxford. Yeah. Yeah, well, but at the, well, yeah, he has, yeah. But even Portsmouth, Kane Jacket, nobody likes Kane Jacket, but at the same time, he's, he, everything he's said throughout this has been quite reasonable. Yeah, has, to be even fair. even Joy Barton's tweeted today saying congratulations to Coventry and Rotherham, which I was shocked at. Yeah, that'll have been said for the cricket piece, won't it? 
Uh, so it'd be in playoffs, it'd be Wickham, Fleetwood in this one semi-final, and Oxford, Peterborough in another. It's the four good teams. They, they're they're teams. Say that again. You said Peterborough. Did I? Oh, it's not Peterborough. I'm sorry. Oh, Peterborough. Oh, so. <laughs> what have you said that for? What have you done that for? Oh, sorry, sorry, Dara. Sorry. His little heartless skipped a beat there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, uh, if you put this podcast out. Yeah. I think that little bit there where you where you um where you where you put the four teams that are in the playoffs. I think you should I think you should use that as that header and then tweet it to Dara. I'm blocked. We're blocked. The podcast is blocked from Dara. Oh. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> like every other Rotherham fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but those four teams that play, who do we find? I know it doesn't really matter to us anymore. But who, who, which four of those teams do you reckon? Wickham, Oxford. Pompey or Fleetwood? I think on on paper, Pompey have got the easiest route you would have thought. I would like to see them go out in semi-finals and I'd like to see Wickham come up, to be honest. Yeah, I would. Um, you know, just another smaller club up there flying the flag. Um, yeah, it's not, not long they were not league, is it? No, it's not. No, absolutely. Um, obviously, I don't want Oxford to go because I can't stand Carl Robinson. Don't want him any success. Don't wish him any success at all in anything. Uh, no, relegate him again like last time. That was quite sweet when we relegated him last time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was to be fair, but I, I just don't want him to have even a moment's pleasure. But <laughs> 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 what, what do you reckon, Ben? Which, which one of them four is going through, going through for you? Um, I'm going to say Wickham. That, that's what you want. That's what you think, or both. I think, I think, um, I don't know, Oxford. I think Oxford, but I want Wickham for the reasons you said, Nick. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Portsmouth, but I want Wickham. Mm. Yeah. The, the thing is, I, 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 I'm going to guess Oxford because they are one of these teams that start the season quite strongly. So I think this break will have potentially helped them quite a lot. And, you know, the, the fresh and fitter, yeah. potentially. Um, I don't want Fleetwood to go up. And I don't really want Portsmouth. I don't really want Oxford to go up, to be honest. I, I would want Wickham to go up. Yeah. But it's going to be tough for him. But you see, on the flip side of that, it doesn't really matter because we got promoted, didn't we? Exactly. Who cares? <laughs> I hope they could either all go up or none of them go up. I don't care. Not interested because we're in Championship. I think what we should do. Is it promote 22 teams from League One and just leave Peterborough on their own? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I don't. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with Peterborough a lot at all. I don't have a problem with Peterborough except the people who are in charge of it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame, but anyway. anyway. They've got no class, have they? No class. No. He's taking some lessons off, uh, off Big Tony. Yeah, big time. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that's all we're gonna. We've got now. We'll have to we'll leave the season review until the weekend. We'll go. We'll go through it in a bit more detail and some highs and lows throughout the season because there was plenty of highs and lows. Oh, else you two want to mention about the promotion, Ben Mick? Uh, no, that's it. Oh, is that it, Ben? Well, yeah, I've, 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 I don't think I've got anything else to say. You don't sound very excited. Uh, as I said, I've, it's been coming for a while now. And I've just got prone to it, I guess. 
How, how many promotions is that you've uh, you've experienced now? Um, one, uh, three, I think. No, four. 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 No, yeah. Is it? <laughs> four, yeah. Four. four. You're the one that's going to know. Four. Where was this? Yeah. Two under Evans and two under one. Yeah. I'm on six. I've lost count. <laughs> not that many more. Not many more than six. Would be eight. I'd get seven. Eight. Oh, we'll do it. No, one in the early 90s, which you... Uh, one in the late 80s. And then 80, 81. I think the one in the 70s and all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's been a few. There's been a few, but there's very few that, that have offered the same amount of um, positivity and potential that this one offers. Yeah. I can't think of any... Maybe, maybe the 80-81 season when we went up with Ronnie and, and the team that went up there um, and then obviously in Porterfield leaving and, and Emlyn Hughes coming in. Emlyn Hughes, England captain, Liverpool player, you know. So it was a big name coming in. So, so there was a lot of positivity about there mm. at that time. But there was always, in the background, there was always the issue of the chairman and, and and money, Anton Johnson with a bit of a, a bit of a Daro Brian or whatever his name is, Daryl McAnthony. <laughs> sort of bloke, you know what I mean? A bit of a flyboy. Yeah. How many um, how many chairmen have been in your lifetime? Say again. How many chairmen have there been? Not that many, to be fair. Not that many. Um, I think when I um, when I started watching it with Purse House, I think the name that's that that I might be wrong with that. I don't know. Um, Sid Wood was involved for a while. Then uh, then Boothy came on board. <clears throat> Boothy stayed for a long, long time. When did Boothy come in? Can't remember. Don't ask me. Don't start asking me dates. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but that that round about that 79, 80, 81 time, we had this chap. The chap was uh, the chairman was Anton Johnson. Um, I don't know whatever what happened, whatever happened to Anton, uh, but he was a proper flyboy. You know what I mean? He was, he was that sort of sunglasses. Yeah. Thought he was Mister, Mister, Mister Cool Billy Big, Billy Big Balls, and uh, had loads of money or or didn't have loads of money, but probably didn't really earn it. Um, got it through nefarious means, one way or another, I suspect. Mm. Um. And then, and then Boothy came after him, and obviously Boothy ran us into ground, didn't he? Or his family did, or his companies did, whatever, however that panned out. So not not that many chairmen, but uh, there's never been in one like this one. Um, never been one like this one. No. Well, it's, it's come from a successful business, so he, know, he, know, he knows how to make money. Uh, and obviously, we're not, look, we're not looking to make money, we're just looking not to lose money, and yeah. then still be trying successful. Yeah, Absolutely. Running a football club is different to running a business, but there are obviously well, there are obviously similarities to it because he's he's making a success of it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's having the right people, and that's what he's done. Well, that's that's half, that's half a problem in in well, I'm sure in business, but in football, uh, I'll, I'll use the, our friends down the road at Wednesday as an example. Their their chairman is clearly very very rich. He's clearly got a lot of money, but also he's clearly surrounds himself with the wrong footballing people. Yeah, it constantly made bad decisions from almost day one of him being there. Well, you can you can go back. He's, he's another Anton Johnson. He's another another man who, who wants a little toy to yeah. spend his ill-gotten gains on. Um, 
So whatever, you know. Let's. Uh, I mean, let's let's not spoil our promotion party by talking about them. <laughs> we'll have plenty of time to to laugh at them next season when they start on minus fifteen points or whatever. Oh, I'll tell you what, that'd be sweet, wouldn't it? Oh, wouldn't it just? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um, it's it's a fantastic day for club. It's a fantastic day for town. Mm. The supporters for everybody to do, everybody involved with club. It's just, it's great and fully, fully, hundred percent deserved. So. Yeah, a million percent. Um, yeah, I think that's a that's a re- fair, fair place to end that with that positive note, Mick. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we'll call, we'll put this out. This will yeah. So we'll, on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, we'll do a season review. Uh, and then over the next few days, we'll think of some categories to put some votes out, which you can you'll we'll all put a votes on Twitter and Facebook. We'll keep the results secret, and then we'll announce them on the podcast and either ne- in the middle of next week or next week and something like that. Uh, and we'll get some well, we'll announce some awards out and we'll, what you all vote for, whatever categories we we can think of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, hope everybody enjoys the promotion. Have a nice beer or cool drink or whatever you tipples you fancy. And yeah, enjoy this. We don't get many promotions, we've just mentioned. We don't get many promotions, so if everybody enjoys this one for what, even though it's not as special, is not the right word, even though it's, you know, even though you're not, we're not all there to celebrate it together, I'm sure we can all celebrate it in some way and we'll properly celebrate it when the season gets back on doing whenever. We're not having an open top bus tour yet, you never know. <laughs> While everybody's socially distanced. As we all agree to socially distance from each other. Yeah. <laughs> possibly cool right thank you very much everybody for listening uh, thank you Ben for joining us today again thank you and, thank, and thanks Mick yeah thank you right. cheers guys see you later Looking towards Ravel ambitious 